0: To every Hey,
1: uh, thanks for signing up for the Public Beta Podcast. It is July 22nd, 2021. It is Thursday, and it is the 74th edition of the Public Beta Podcast. Your host this week, myself, Lee Ann Reed. We're here. Hi. Already 20 minutes into our lunch hour. Here in person once again, uh, Reed has downed some Chicken McNuggets.
0: You downed a Dairy Whip burger. Oh
1: my God i'm uh i'm feeling okay Uh, i had only caffeine all morning uh, a giant coffee and then an energy drink so that burger is just floating it's gonna be a it's gonna be bad news let me just say that uh video games this week there's a quite a bit of news to talk about and uh of course what we've been playing reed were you able to finish mass effect 3 did you save the galaxy
0: no i'm i'm Um, close i'm close once we'll get to at the end of the episode i'm sure uh, but I have done, I finished the Leviathan DLC, I've mm-hmm. done a whole fuck load of story missions. I'm, like, I'm literally just a nut hair off the minimum war asset requirement. Sure. And I'm assuming that means I can basically just get Tali and then finish this fucking game. Yeah. Uh, so I'm basically just going to be uh, headstrong in priority missions from this point. Strong, thank you! Yeah, I, I, like, on a whim, I decided to do... I'll, you know, I'll save it for later. I'll save it for later. Save it
1: for later. Have you played anything else other than...
0: Mass Effect. Uh, I continue just to play Fallout Four. Uh, oh my build, God! Building stuff is fun and shooting things. I the shooting is better than what I remembered in that game.
1: Oh, if you've been playing New Vegas, then yes. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah it's, uh...
0: No, but I've even playing a game like um, like Mass Effect. Like it's still way better than like Mass Effect. for sure. Example. Um,
1: it's close. Yeah. It's getting there. Yes. Yeah, it's not quite. So
0: yeah, it's fucking baffling every time you think of like. I, you never think about just how bad the fact that they gave you a backstory is until you play that game. And you're like, I can't fucking join a faction until I try to find my child. Yeah. Like, like, fuck, most of this game is blocked off. If you as the player be like, I want to ignore the main storyline and my child, because like, it's not important to my character. I don't want to role play that. Well, then get fucked because half the content of the game is locked behind that pretty much. Yeah. Uh, It's, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: And that's been the Fallout 4 minute for this week. Uh, I've been playing uh, (laughs) RDO. What's that? Red Dead Redemption Online. Oh, well, that's Uh, the RDRDR. RDRDR. So they just did a big update, and they added the outlaw stuff. Uh, So you can basically do dishonorable things now. You can, like, rob stagecoaches. You can always do this, mind you. But now they've added, like, a a karma system thing. Uh, So there is a story... Uh, thread uh, to follow in in Red Dead Online at your own leisure. Uh, There are characters that are exclusive to Red Dead Online. Obviously, it is a prequel to the main game. I loaded up the story mode just to remember how slow it was. So as I I may have mentioned uh, last week, everything's faster in Red Dead Online. Like, getting off and on your horse, opening a drawer they've like just like went into the fucking debug menu and they're just like times four and yeah. everything's just like sprinting. Uh, anything you're doing doesn't have that slow down. The story mode does. So oh, I, really? because I haven't played the story mode. So in so long, I'm like, I don't remember Red Dead feeling this, this feels way better. And of course it's because they, they did that on purpose. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I've talked before about how the rockstar UI and uh, stuff for their, their online mode, especially, is fucking garbage oh, it's so bad the just finding things and like me being like relatively savvy when it comes to dealing with like shitty uis and stuff like this just me and my buddy trying to like where do i go okay you go into your benefits menu uh blah blah so i bought the season pass for this thing because there's a one-time purchase of, of gold bars it's seven bucks and you get the season pass sure. uh which is only good i think until like the first couple of weeks of august but if you complete the pass it gives you your gold back so you're ready to go for the next pass so basically the game keeps you playing but rewards you that hey you won't have to spend real money if you keep playing this game because you'll have earned it back It's just something that gta doesn't do
0: this is a weird thing to talk about in 2021 if you're telling people before like
1: no no like you'll buy dlc so you can keep buying the, the, dlc you'll see the, the just it pays for itself so but if you stop playing then you gotta pay right <laughs> it's, it's kind of fucked up um it's like a weird... Yeah, it's like if, if the drug dealer gave you the first taste for free, and then as long as you became a junkie, he would keep giving you free drugs. Yeah. The minute like, you stopped, then you have as to As long pay. as you
0: snort this eight ball yeah. before the end of the every night, day, he yeah. would give you another eight ball.
1: And a belt buckle. Yeah. And a new horse. <laughs> um, so... Uh, just like the other Rockstar games, everything is, uh, and I've talked about this at length, is based around you being in a public session, and that the actual challenge of the game when it comes to grinding and making money is other players, is other fucking idiots because looking to ruin your time. Because they're
0: all just trolls. Yeah. But to be fair, like, who
1: hasn't gone to Red Dead Online and GTA Online and been like, you know what, I'm just gonna fuck with them. I would never fucking do that. I, like, I don't have it in, like, because I don't care, because I just want to do my own thing. I Like, there's PvP modes. If I wanted to fight other players, I would go do that. But when I'm delivering goods that I've grinded for four hours to deliver, and someone can just pick me off and steal it, and I've lost that amount of time with nothing to show for it, that's bad gameplay. Right,
0: I understand where you're coming from, and obviously they can fix that with private servers that still have access to all that content. Sure. But just speaking from experience, like the, the enjoyment I've always had from Red Dead Online or GTA Online is like, Oh, I'm gonna take a bus. Griefing I'm you. gonna take a yeah, I'm gonna take a bus, wait until that guy goes into a convenience store and then park the bus in front of the door so he can't get out. Like that's funny, but that's, and that's fun
1: to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Yeah, like that's fine, but you're not ruining four hours of his play experience because <laughs> No, because right, and game. Also, I've also hijacked
0: stage coaches that other people are delivering. It's sure. hilarious. It's okay.
1: Like, well then fair enough.
0: Yeah, That's like I go. find fun in that, but like I said, if Rockstar made private servers, so the people that didn't want to do that without
1: interruption, they could go and do so. That. Private servers exist. Here's how you here's how you get them. No, oh, no, you told me last week. Dude. I didn't explain the process. I load into a session, you load into a session. We cannot be in the same session. Okay. I go to a poker table and start a private poker game. Okay. You wait for my invite from this poker game. Okay. When you accept the invite. I then go into the PlayStation menu and join your session. If done correctly, I will disconnect and it'll say that you are already in my session, at which point I wait for you to be in that private session, check to see that you're the only one in there, then I close the game, at which point you invite me to your session and we're in a private session. Wow. Uh, If you invite more than six people into the private session, it becomes a public session again and can be randomly joined by people. What does that mean to you? that there's actual rules like that i can i can invite 5 people we can just be on a private session doing whatever the fuck we want and the game is treating it like we're in the public so you can go do your deliveries you don't have to worry about asshats shooting you right. and uh parking buses in front of the fucking door yeah i think that
0: is the next step for gta and red dead red and honestly is like is like we'll have private servers where you can put you and five of your friends and you guys just run this whole world essentially but
1: then but then their whole gameplay thing is about other players fucking you over so you they won't do that
0: yeah so then
1: they need to but, fundamentally think up a better gameplay no, for I, no I would just <laughs> say
0: at that point you swap <laughs> missions that are reliant on uh enemy players sure. with you and swap them with missions that aren't So instead of the stagecoach being like, uh, you have to deliver it, and people can come here and kill you and take it, just shorten the amount of time that you have to get there. So it's an even shorter time trial, mm. or or have generic NPCs chase after you and you're. Well, that
1: happens too. Yeah, that happens as well. Uh, So, but then then you have the story missions, which are actually better than the story missions. Because like I said, uh, the story missions in the online are better than the the Arthur Morgan stuff because they're a little more you have the whole map to work with. So sometimes a guy can escape. Uh, If he gets too far away from you, that will end the mission. You just have to retry from the checkpoint. But in a lot of cases, there'll be shootouts where it's just like, oh, these guys are holed up in Van Horn. Take care of them. And he, like go on a roof and snipe them, go sneak in and melee them. Yeah, it's not uh, like this
0: is the mission where you're going to use the sniper rifle. Yeah,
1: like you you try to sneak down and and murder them with melee, and it's like no no, no go into position on the roof, and yeah. that, that would be the Arthur Morgan way of things, right? Yeah, and use uh, the,
0: use the grenades or the dynamite. You're like so, no fuck. The so
1: there was a mission we did yesterday uh, where we had to take back Fort Mercer from all these guys, and you get like old school. My buddy knew the name of it because of course he would, uh, but like western style, like almost medieval armor to block bullets. Oh, I played that. So we're both we're both standing there and they're like fucking like iron plates and stuff like that, and you were just, like, marching up to Fort Mercer, just blowing people away. I'm like, this is, there's a good game here. Uh Too bad that it's it's so buried under all that bad UI and stuff like that. Um But, yeah. And then, of course, the other thing is the the economy is, is fucked, because you're still just pulling 40 cents off of a guy, which is a lot when you think about cowboy in times. But then you go to see the catalog, and you see that guns and stuff are $300, $500, which is, uh, you could buy a fucking state in that, in that time period for, for that amount of money. So it's it's weird. Uh, we're we're going to play it some more this weekend. In fact, our fully vaxxed asses are going to do it land style. So that dude's going to come over. We're going to hook up a TV. We're going to play RDR in the same room. Think That's about wild. that. That's wild. Yeah. We're there. We did it, guys.
0: Me and uh, my girlfriend would do that all the time.
1: It's uh, it's nice. It's uh, not having to have the sweaty headset on your head, being able to yell at somebody across the room, toss them a bag of chips. That's what video games are all about, Reed. Uh, what else did I play this week? Yakuza three heating up. Uh there's a sub-story I did where uh this this guy who's a he just randomly approaches Kiryu in the street in um Komorocho and he's like, My grandmother is coming to visit. And Kiryu's like, okay, hears him out, which is like the best part about Kiryu. He's just like, go on. And the guy's like, she thinks I'm a CEO of like this crazy company. Uh, will you play along and pretend to be my like subordinate and just like talk up my company. So this grandma comes and you're you're given a bunch of multiple choice questions and I was answering them like it was 2001, not 2007 Japan where this game came out. So I was just like, yeah, he gives his employees the day off and he's a great boss and he's like not strict and blah blah blah. And the grandma's like what kind of fucking company are you running this, this is like a piece of shit you let your your employees like do what they want and stuff like that and i'm like oh fuck right yeah japan 2007 you're supposed to be like working people into the grave and shit like that yeah uh, and i'm like that's interesting uh that game the story is uh heating up in that and i'm i'm liking it monster hunter stories one not much to say other than that the gameplay is a mix between pokemon and yokai watch uh yokai watch has a very simplified rock paper scissors like rochambeau mechanic where it's just like uh power beats this uh power beats tech tech beats speed speed beats power kind of thing and so your player character is a character in your party and then you also have the little monsters you can swap out they aren't like the full-grown monsters from monster hunter they are like a specialized chibi sort of version that you can ride uh, so i've got like a velociprey guy right now i can ride around and it seems like a i don't know like if you gave that to a kid, they'd be they'd be ecstatic. Oh yeah. Other than like the mom getting crushed by a in, in the first little bit there. Yeah, who gives a shit? Sorry, mom. Uh, we have some news to talk about. Netflix wants to make games. Reed. So everybody was like their their minds were racing. I'll be able to stream U- Ubisoft games and like oh my god, uh, video games are over. Only uh, they went on to elaborate that the first thing they'll be focusing on is mobile based games. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, so you'll be able to play maybe they'll be based on Netflix property. No, that's
0: what like, that's what I had in my head was like, here's a bejeweled game with a skin of like, of like, match up the stranger things with the witchers.
1: Like, <laughs> I was going to say it's like Harper's head.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. 11th head from fucking strangers. Like, yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. Uh, People thinking that you're going to be streaming fucking AAA games off this is ridiculous.
1: Truly, all they need is is like some yeah some bullshit puzzle game, and they can be like people are playing this more than Fortnite, and everybody invests into Netflix and makes sh- games shitty for the rest of. So Netflix basically did that with movies. Is at first they got the rights to a bunch of actual, and I'll use the term actual movies. <laughs> Uh, You're like, oh, I know that movie. Kind of similar to when you went to Blockbuster or a mom-and-pop video store. You would have the old movie section. You're like, oh, man, when's the last time I watched Man on the Moon or something like that? And you fucking pick it up. So at first, Netflix was like, we need to appeal to that. We're going to kill the video rental physical service. But people are still going to want to watch those movies. Then over time, they just started making their own versions of those movies with similar actors. And then gave Adam Sandler like a fucking 10 motion picture deal. And Adam Sandler made the worst 10 movies of his fucking life, (laughs) basically. Uh, So you can see with games that it's going to go the same way. Like maybe at first they find a way to license games like Game Pass does. And put some actual games on there after they get past the mobile part of it, obviously. But then after that, if Netflix is developing games, what quality... Uh, they, they've, they've signed some names that are notable names, but man, we'll, uh, we'll wait and see on that, yeah. I think. Did you see, uh, we were talking about this the other day, the Tom Clancy's X defiant No, what the fuck is that? Didn't we talk about this? That, no. like, the, the, the punk rock, uh, uh shit, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Like the MOBA, like the Overwatch game? <laughs> it's you know, the arena shooter yeah yeah it's
0: an arena shooter no are we're we confusing that with like the ubisoft no i'm thinking of the ubisoft
1: one that's like, this is the ubisoft one
0: yeah like look at the assassin's creed character or the far cry
1: character i'm like this doesn't work with these ubisoft characters. is making a new free-to-play shooter set in the tom clancy verse called tom clancy's x defiant it's pissed so it's i think just called defiant but the title treatment has the emote like the x and the d like that That face? XD. And then they called it that. It's pitched as a high-octane 6v6 multiplayer first-person arena shooter. It's fast-paced firefights meets punk rock mosh pit says X Defiant Executive Producer Mark Rubin and uh creative director Jason Schroeder. You no, know, the amount of people that say punk rock that probably don't even know what the fuck punk rock is. I'm pretty sure if you call something punk rock, it is inherently the opposite yes. of punk rock. Like, this guy is probably like wearing a blazer with short hair he... like is a CEO he's like, yeah, punk rock. Also the <laughs> the Ubisoft punk rock aesthetic is maybe the most... Cringiest bullshit. Like, you, just to look at it makes you upset. Like, you're just like, I just want to look at anything else.
0: Like, like, it's literally what a four-year-old thinks what punk... Hardcore is. is? Yeah. Like, look at Watch Dogs Legion, and that's what they think. Like, oh, this is what the
1: kids do. You know those, like, uh, those like industrial, like, the, the guys with all, like, the mesh shirts and stuff, and they like, dancing under the... under yeah, yeah. Whatever, industrial music. If someone just showed up with a bunch of buckets of paint... And just splashed it on them while they were dancing. That's the aesthetic. Yes, I think that's the soft yeah. punk rock aesthetic. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, disco, was it Disco Viking? What was it? The ancient meme? Anyways, uh, th- this, of course, was announced after they delayed two other games in uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. No, what's it called now? Extraction. This guy's uh, uh,
0: breakpoint was so fucking
1: bad. <laughs> breakpoint was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Fallout, we can't get away from it. Uh, Fallout 76 will introduce. Creative worlds, you'll be able to actually set the parameters of your private server. So if you want to have infinite ammo and be able to jump three stories high, you can.
0: That's good. That's nothing but good. That
1: also seems like the last frontier, right? It's just like we need to get people playing this game. Okay, just take away the, the survival aspect entirely on a private no,
0: server. It yeah, it seems like they're going more of a Minecraft route, in my opinion, whereas you have survival mode and then creative mode.
1: Uh so yeah, the most notable thing here is that you'll be able to, it changes a lot to do with building camps. Uh, so you'll be able to build camps in previously restricted places. Uh, you'll be able to set the height limit higher, uh, be able to spawn your own monsters, jumping as high as you like, whatever you want to do. So that's bang on. It's, it's private Minecraft. So. No,
0: and that's right up for par for, like, Bethesda's probably going, like, we can't really mod this game per se, So because it's an online game, right? Right. So let's give the players something... As close as to it as we can, which is private servers where you can alter the game.
1: Controversial uh, uh, idea at Bethesda: let's give the players something fun to do in Bethesda. <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you are a Fallout First member, I believe I believe that is the way you will access those of those worlds. This is the way. This is the way. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut uh, will, of course, feature the the expansion, the isle, island of Iki or whatever it's called, uh, and he'll be petting cats, monkeys, deers. Uh, it looks to be some, like, he's doing some hallucinogenics. He's having a good time on the island uh, as Jin faces some nightmares of his past. And uh, that'll get me to play that game again. It's been enough time. I'd prefer, like, another two years pass and then the second game come out, yeah, personally. But, uh, Jin,
0: when we play
1: games, we play them with honor. We'll play them high as balls. Uh, Activision Blizzard is sued by California over widespread sexism, sexual harassment. Women at the company described a pervasive frat boy culture.
0: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It kind it, it, its sad. It, it doesn't it kind, surprise. me. Yeah, it kind of surprises me because it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it doesn't in the sense because even going far back is McCormick and uh, Romero making fucking doom. You'd hear infamous stories of Romero driving his expensive cars and fucking partying with chicks. Like it's a bunch of dudes that at the time back then like weren't the popular kids, so they had their own frat, sure, was, like a software dude. It obviously was not a woman-dominated
1: industry back then, and to this day... And still isn't, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the the Yeah, so the, the Boys Club... Uh, so, here's the thing about video games, is they're young. And I'm not saying... Uh, when I say young, I mean they're 50 years old. Like, we're, we're dating back to 1970, basically. Yeah. A lot of these people who are still in positions of power at these companies uh, have been there since Activision... You know, Activision made games for the fucking Atari. Like, yeah. it's been around... And uh, things have changed around them, but the culture seems to be, like, grandfathered in. It's like
0: it's like anything else, like, within the last bunch of recent years, movies, TV, where the people in charge were young back in the 70s when all the rampant sexism and everything was just part for the course, for lack of a better term. But now that times have changed and all these, I don't want to say revolutions, but like we're starting to... Time's have Times revolution? No, but we're having a lot of conversations about things that we didn't before and all these old people in their head, they're not doing anything different, but now it is not okay. And for good reason, obviously. I mean,
1: we're talking about uh, people trying to kiss and hug female um, employees. We're talking um, about like... I thought
0: we we're talking about some like mad men, like...
1: Uh, well, I'm sure there's that too. So this this is a massive thing, and uh, Jason Schreier, of course, is all over uh, yeah. social media, and he's just like, "Hey, if you got something to say, come say it." So Activision and Blizzard uh, have have two separate things going on. Blizzard basically has released statements, obviously, being like, "Hey, we don't think it's fair that they're taking us to court over this when we provided them ample uh, proof or whatever that things have changed or these these things have been already solved." Uh, so they're they're defending themselves, saying. Basically acknowledging that, like, hey, yeah, all of this happened. Yes, yeah, but we t- but we've moved on, we and and the and the it. lawsuit is saying no, no you, you fucking hadn't. haven't. Uh, just because you said you did, and uh, it's it's complicated. Uh, but also, uh, fuck fuck, fuck down. them. You want to have the hundreds of thousands of employees, uh, and and the organization and the structure and the idea that like people come up to you with human resources problems or or harassment like this and you're just putting them in an excel sheet like you're just like okay these three people uh got hugged by a manager at blizzcon uh he said he wanted to marry them and he was trying to kiss them on the on the lips what do we do with that oh these 10 people have been smacked on the ass just just generalizing but that's 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 what we're talking about here right and i and
0: like if that should happen at McDonald's or Walmart or any of these big places, they'd be like, You're fucking fired because there's six hundred other people that can take your spot.
1: You're fucking job. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: like, yeah. It I yeah, I hope shit gets fixed in a quick. That sounds I, very disappointing. I
1: don't I don't think there's any fixing this in the short term. I think this is a almost a systemic thing where it's it's going to cycle out over the next so many years. It's just very upsetting that here we are in twenty twenty one and you would think this had been done away with a long fucking time ago. Uh, not that it was ever like th- none of this behavior was ever fine, but the, the awareness of these kind of workplaces and cultures and stuff like that, even going back six years, think, think of the things that are, are being alleged here that have happened in the, in recent time, modern times. Yeah. Uh, like when, when Riot Games had that thing where that guy was just going around, like you just show up on your desk and like fart on your desk and like move on. It's just like, what the fuck is that? yeah you know people will find it funny sure uh <laughs> the rest of us uh it's it's got no place and then like wh- how do they feel that that's okay and that's the real question yeah it's just like you wouldn't do this anywhere else you wouldn't do this at a restaurant you wouldn't grab the waitress by the by the waist and then tell her yeah, you're married if, her. That maistre, if that waitress was your wife or your sister or your mother, uh, uh, right uh so why is it okay at work where these people are are your your employees and it's extra bad to do uh you would you would say anyways uh you can look this up yourself it is it is ongoing it just got filed like i think yesterday or something like that uh women account for 20 percent of the employees at the company so we're talking about a fucking fifth of your employees basically feel they're in a place where they not that they're not welcome but that this is a that behavior is okay and the yeah, the, if
0: they have a hundred thousand people on staff, we're talking about twenty thousand. It's
1: that's fucking insane, right? Yeah. Like that's the amount of workforce. Like that would fill a small yeah. WWE pay per view arena of the people who are alleging like probably <laughs> the... like it'd be like honestly, yeah. be like,
0: okay, you guys have two people in the warehouse now. Yeah, ship out two thousand orders, please.
1: Yeah, okay, go for it, please. Uh, yeah, it's not. uh it's not good. And uh it, it keeps so the, the, the reaction from the internet is of course, hey let's uh let's boycott Activision Games. Not never gonna fucking happen. are you fucking joking my ass? Like
0: they own Call of Duty. Like Have you guys
1: played a Call of Duty lately? D- the people d- there do not care about sexism. Uh <laughs> it- it's yeah the and that's not going to do anything cuz you're not you're never going to you're never going to throw that pre- proverbial spear at Xerxes. the amount sides, of,
0: like, yeah the amount of people that are going actively online to find yes. n- gaming news is so fucking small uh it's, it's almost
1: minuscule it's uh compared to how many people play video games yes absolutely how many people play fifa let's just say all right uh battlefield 2042 uh so that ea play thing is going on right now and they're probably talking about this but apparently there's a portal mode uh, so there'll be a game mode in that where you are actually using like portal-ass portal guns and like slipping through stuff, which could be neat. Uh, why this game? Why a battlefield game? I don't, I don't know. If it if it's fun, I'm all for it.
0: It's twenty four eight two. Who gives a shit? There's uh, me, grapple hooks, which I like. Fuck, I love Tiny Paul. <laughs> yeah, grapple
1: hooks are pretty sweet. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's just EA stealing from other to make Battlefield
0: to- like. If you're gonna steal from any game, Titanfall Two is a good one to steal. It's for your first-person shooter. Or just make a Titanfall
1: Three. And yeah, shut team, up about it. It'd be fun. <laughs> um, why not make Titanfall Three with portal mechanics now? Yeah, yeah. grapple hooks and portal. Oh, Wait, you can through a portal, bro. Fuck yeah. Shit, because the grapple gives you momentum, so you, you become get, like flying out so sideways so at some guy. <laughs> yeah, he just he turns to his left and he sees the portal there and he sees your ass There's some guy go, coming bro.
0: out of the portal on a wall. Yeah, you. back into the oh, now we're talking.
1: Yeah, so Battlefield 2042 uh, needs to come out, so Titanfall 3 can come out after that, right? <laughs> That's how it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this this took me aback. Uh, Horizon's machine murdering hero Aloy is Genshin's latest five star character. Genshin Impact, the like Chinese gotcha game, yeah. it's got Aloys in it now, so it's
0: really popular. It's legit.
1: Uh, why Aloy? I guess bows. There's a lot of bow characters in that. You put yeah, Aloy in shit. put Lara Croft in there. and she would yeah. be shooting her dualies. All right, Reid. We've uh, we've reached the point in the evening. <laughs> Let's talk about Mass Effect Three. Uh, as we talked about at the beginning of the episode, you've not finished it yet. You've moved a little forward in the plot. What have you seen?
0: Okay. Well, first of all, I've definitely put in the same amount of hours that I would have into Mass Effect One or Two. This just seems to be like a lot longer game, along with the like the fucking laundry list of like missions that you have. Because there's no secondary mission or primary mission filter anymore. It's just like no.
1: You got missions. Yeah.
0: Onto a fucking page. And, like, 90% of them were, like, find this thing and bring it back to the dude on the Citadel. So you're constantly just going through the filter to figure out what the fuck you should be doing at any given moment. Sure. And there's no way to determine, like, like this one was, like, go to this school in space. Sure. That's where you find Jack. Yeah. But that's the thing. If I'm going to find Jack there, that should be not... It doesn't have to be listed as a priority mission, but it should be listed as a priority above the, you know, find the capacitor for fucking random NPC on the citadel yeah i absolutely hate how they structure that in that regard because i don't know
1: what i should be doing to
0: get the most out of the content you don't just, just do it
1: by geography we're just like i got three citadel missions so i can knock those down at the same time
0: yeah but, because there's too many missions yeah. if i send down to all of them this would be an 80 hour game and i don't want it to be so like if i never went to that school on the whim of oh i need more money so i can buy badass guns i would never have saw jack there
1: the idea that shepherd has to pay for things. Uh, it, it was, Is the then, end of the well, world what's the point of the war assets shouldn't yeah. that just be like hey I saved a race of aliens that's going to help us combat the reapers can yeah, I have the shotgun the... I literally saved an yeah. entire yeah.
0: fucking race how it's, it's like, pretty I...
1: fucked up when you think about it Yeah. Actually.
0: so um, I, I very much hate how they structured how their missions work yeah. because I'm very paranoid now that I'm going to get to the last mission and I didn't have that mission where I get to see you know <laughs> fucking legion or sure. something yeah. you know what I mean Uh, like for that, for that Jack mission, it was, it was just identified as rescue students from a Cerberus attack on a space station. That seemed like a, you know, go there, do it for 30 seconds. You get like five grand and move on with your life sort of thing. But no, it's this whole thing with Jack.
1: Yeah. Um, but you set your own priorities, right? Like it's the end of the fucking world. Right. Who are you saving? I'm just saying like for
0: someone like me who I don't want to say dumb, but I definitely like things to be. Uh, organized in a very specific way. It would have been nice to have clearly defined... This, these are your main stories missions. These are, like, your companion old crew member missions. And then these are, like, the... You don't have to do them. You can yeah. do them if you want to. Like, feet.
1: if instead it said, like, hey, Jack called for help from this Yeah, yeah And yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I like Jack. I will prioritize.
0: Yeah, or if it just said, like... uh, Like, what's a good word for it? Like, a reminiscing mission or, like... uh,
1: Feels... Like, yeah, like it was Michelle's mission. mission. My feels something. filter.
0: Yeah, it just would be so much nicer than that. Did you do the Thane thing on the Citadel yet? I met him at the Citadel, and he's just like, I'm teaching yoga.
1: Okay, but nothing happened yet. Yeah. Okay, there's, there's stuff to come still with Thane. Oh,
0: but yeah, uh, I did the Leviathan DLC. Yeah. I really enjoyed it for obviously from a lore perspective.
1: Do you, do you feel that it's criminal then? It's, of course, we've asked this that it's not included in the base game.
0: Yeah, I definitely think it should have been.
1: I think it, that'll come full circle when you actually beat the game and you realize then the context you would have been missing. Yeah,
0: because like I was talking to Andrew about like a guy at work and he's just like, oh, he's like, yeah, I didn't mind it. I think some things are better left unexplained. I'm like, I don't know. Like if I, they didn't explain the Reapers, I would have been like, people are getting fucking
1: death threats based on how unexplained they not yeah. to say that that is warranted but i'm
0: like yes and no i'm like how would you like it in i don't know like
1: read he liked star wars episode nine <laughs> what the fuck you, you talking about here
0: anyway so yeah i enjoyed the explanation of it it definitely gave it more context while still keeping them intimidating because sure. they didn't reveal the ultimate goal they're just like oh they like like, we like we were in charge of a bunch of races, but those races kept building AI, much like how the Corians made Gef, for mm. example. Yeah. But the AI would always turn on them because, you know, they're AI. It's
1: because it's video games.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a tale as old as time for video games. Yeah. So he's like, so we built, like, a supercomputer that was just going to be another tool, and its only mission was to preserve all life. And it made the first Reaper, who was Harbinger, and then, like... You already killed him. So. For, for, no,
1: he didn't. You killed Harbinger? No. Who did you kill in the first game? Sovereign. Sovereign. Who's just the vanguard,
0: yeah. the the person that's like alerting them or yeah. anything? Anyway, The Silver Surfer. So he's like, oh, you know, yeah, uh, we made like so it, the supercomputer made the first harbinger. It like somehow killed like one of the Leviathan to make the harbinger. Sure, I don't know how they did like that part. I hate when they are like, oh, we made a supercomputer and it made the first reaper. Okay, well, how did it make the first reaper? 3D printing, bro. If it didn't have any reapers, anyway. Yeah. Semantics at that point. Um, and then they said something very peculiar that still doesn't sit well with me. And they're like, Oh, well only one Reaper's made every cycle.
1: I said one Reaper. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like one Reaper's made every cycle. I'm like, okay. Like, so So the the
1: cycles have been going on for, yeah.
0: I'm like, cause I'm like, okay, I can understand that. Like the brutes and all these things are just like alien variants of discs, Yeah. But it doesn't explain if, if that's true and you make one Reaper per cycle, then why is there like thousands of identical reapers who are all the octopus leviathan shape
1: versus the human they were making in mass effect Two.
0: no not versus the human if what they said is true and a reaper's made every different cycle the species should be different every single cycle therefore every single reaper should look completely different from one another
1: unless like these this they're well the reapers are big yeah no i
0: you're not getting what I'm
1: saying. You're not going to have a bunch of dude-sized reapers floating around space. That's not cool. That's not what
0: I'm saying. You know, yeah. I'm saying that if what they say is true, and yeah. one reaper they
1: make one every cycle. Yes.
0: Every cycle has different alien species. They
1: knocked out the Protheans. They made one reaper, and it looked like every other reaper.
0: No, because the Canadian because the the Canadian one didn't look anything like the octopus. Right. And the one that you... The that's that that's I, what I'm saying. And yeah, and the one yeah. I just fought on Tachanka looked slightly different. It had four legs instead of being like an octopus. My point is, Lee, yeah. there are thousands of octopus reapers out there. Which, they, they, no, the majority of... They all
1: are that. Yeah, yeah, which
0: doesn't make sense based on the fact that a new that only one reaper is made per cycle. That would imply that every cycle there's always Leviathan and they always make a reaper from a Leviathan.
1: It, but in the case of uh, the human thing that's being made on the collector ship, Uh, That was being made before the cycle happened. Uh, They
0: were just kidnapping reapers. Right.
1: And then they blew it up. I mean, see, the question is why were they making a human shaped reaper when every other reaper is just based on the Leviathan shape?
0: No, but it's the opposite because they said one reaper is made per cycle. Yeah. Every species is different per cycle. You should not have more than one octopus reaper.
1: Well, only the first one should have been an yeah, octopus. there should only yeah. be one octopus reaper in Harbinger. So there's, there's, it's it's maybe a plot hole, but it's also maybe just no, we just make it based on because because the I understand why yeah. they did it because they're because cause they're like oh fuck. the reapers aren't all organic though right they're not it's not organic with metal on top it's a robot right at a certain point based on the, so maybe they maybe yeah. they
0: turn the human reaper and they give it a shell of an octopus May- later
1: that well maybe that was just a special occasion because they you killed sovereign right. right so they're like oh we need to we need to really fuck with humans we're gonna make a big <laughs> <human> robot
0: yeah <laughs> i'm just saying that like it they be even more scared yeah, i'm just saying that it obviously yeah. does not matter but shit like that bugs me when your yeah. solar is not air fucking tight
1: it really pisses me off i mean that's that's the end of Mass Effect in a nutshell, right? It's just like you, it. It from Andrew's point of view, leaving things up to interpretation is good in that we can fill in those gaps ourselves. Yeah, I don't Reaper, like doing that. Yeah, like without that line of dialogue, you, you could just be like, "One is made every cycle in the vision of the original Reaper." Yeah, so there, they're, they're they like Squid. We made an except. They made an exception because you struck at them. You took out Sovereign. Yeah. So they were gonna instead of making another squid, they were gonna make a dude. And then, like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, and just, like, come destroy your cities with a yeah. big dude. If
0: they said that, if they said, one Reaper's made every yeah. cycle... He's got, like, a
1: 20-story long dong, Yeah,
0: and he's going yeah. to... Yeah. If the big octopus yeah. Leviathan man said, one Reaper's made every cycle, always made the, in the vision of us, until you... Something you, changed. Until yeah. yeah you, yeah. Shepard, happened, because yeah. you stopped Sovereign. Right. So they are like, oh, we should make a human one, because apparently humans are even better than Leviathans. Or some shit.
1: Well... If they made an actual human one, he'd be six feet tall. And they that's were clearly what, making it. That's what it. I'm saying. Is yeah. they're
0: like, oh shit, like we, like since the first fucking race of the Viathans, yeah. someone else, whenever that was, has defeated yeah. a Reaper, and it was a human. We should make a human Reaper. Yeah. If they said that, all my questions, I would have no problems with
1: it. But as it is, <laughs> than the fact that the computer is thinking this, yeah. and being like, they did what? Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll show the,
0: them. Yeah, but the fact that they're, they're lower in that sense is yeah. not airtight and it doesn't fully explain why all of them are identical if they're only made one per cycle, that pisses me off.
1: Also the fact that there are seemingly endless ones and it's every 50,000 yeah. years or so,
0: whatever. So like, those are my major complaints so far of this game going in, is just the very disorganized mission structure Uh, and
1: and that the threat is confusing it's just like you can understand giant robots have come to destroy the galaxy and harvest all the people right
0: but but, you establish a piece of lore that contradicts with a previously established piece of lore sure and that creates uh confusion in my mind so besides that um i've also stated negatives before about um the general war asset thing how some things aren't made to be seen or aren't made to be uh like important as others because
1: you've quant- you assigned a number value. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah There are things however that are really likeable about Mass effect 3 over the other ones. Um I love uh the ability system that they use in this in regards to allies. It's a lot easier sure. to use on keyboard at least. Yeah. All you have to do is press E or Q and only use their most recent used ability when you're in the thick of a fight and you have like a big guy coming out you all you want to do is get a warp and if you have the in party just press Q, boom happens. Yeah. Way better Much more intuitive than previous games where you would have to hold the tactical button, select their attack, make sure they're on the right right target.
1: So Andromeda more or less has that, but it also introduced like a jetpack and like juking. Yeah. Um, Which is just... So I like
0: that a lot. Um, The game in general seems a little quicker too, which is a nice plus, of course. There's one thing that this game does very well, though, that not a lot of other games that have been going on this long does. It does give you that sense of like we've been through some fucking shit together, me and all of these aliens and my friends and everything like that. And when these characters meet each other again, they're having conversations, interactions, independent of Shepard, which I fucking love. Like when Garrus was on a mission with Rex for the first time, Rex, like, don't even see Shepard in the entire scene. He's just like, Garrus, thanks for the assist, and he's like, anytime, Rex. I'm always here to help. It feels like
1: more of an ensemble yeah. versus, yeah. Yes, yes. Big muscly arm yes. moments. Yes, it feels
0: are... like a movie where you're just happy to play the main character, but that doesn't stop other characters having moments with these other people. Yeah. So, like, Liara and Garrus are having conversations with each other. Rex and Liara, uh, Garrus and Rex, and uh, Grunt and Rex. Just like <laughs> reconfirmation Yeah, it's just, like, it's, it's, like, I think that game does this better than one or two? A lot. One or two has some moments in like the elevators where characters that interact with each other. Mass Effect Two.
1: That's why people like Mass. Like, have you realized yet? Yeah. that The 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 in the world building and the characters and just being in the world of the game is why people love that yeah. story so yeah. much. And that the individual stories, when you pick them apart or experience them this many years later for the first time, yeah, is you're going through the motions, right? People don't really they remember certain like plot beats. But then you you have to remember that oh yeah the, the yeah, paper like thing then going to remember yeah. Garris
0: and Tolly over yeah. like going to the collector base or right something like that like that's not memorable to me no and I absolutely agree with you in that yeah. sense and I think that's what three does so much better than one and especially two the problem with two is because it was too open to the order in which you get your allies. Yeah. And because of that, the majority of the cutscenes that you see in that game only consist of Miranda, Jacob, and Morten. Yeah, Because as, as far as... To the story, detriment of the game. Yeah, yeah, as far as the game is concerned, those are the only ones that you essentially need at yeah. that point in the game. So every other character that would be shown in that cutscene right. is extra money, extra time, and extra production for the company. So they didn't put them in there. Right. Understandably so. But it didn't give you the, the feeling of like my characters interacting with one another. Uh but Mass Effect Three does that in spades. It is a joy to watch. Like you still have like Morden and Rex and stuff on your ship. They left now, because is fucking dead. And Whoa, spoilers. Yeah, and Rex left too because I like, cured the Genophage. But even when they're on their ship, they're didn't still
1: Didn't he die singing or something? Uh, Morden die singing. He
0: didn't die singing, he just like was like, Yeah, I'm the best. Um Okay, that sounds like him. Anyway. So that's what I really like about it. And you can still have Rex and Warden on your ship, but they're still doing stuff. Like, Warden's still going up to the tower. Rex yeah. is still holding people back. It still feels like they're a part of your team. which so We have yeah. different squad mates now.
1: So this weekend, presumably, you will beat this game. If sounds like I'm uh,
0: getting close to the end, I'm assuming now that, like I said, I'm a nut hair wearer from that yeah. war asset. Once I get Tali, that will push it over the edge, and I can really go for that ending. So
1: you, at the end of the game, without spoilers, Yeah. Uh, you you end up back on Earth, I believe.
0: That's a spoiler.
1: Is it? Because as far as I know,
0: Earth is destroyed right now. It's
1: not. Much. It's just fucked up. It's just it's being, really you, fucked yeah. up. The Reapers aren't quick. It's not like they like shoot the space laser and the Earth blows up. Right, they like they said that yeah. they
0: said that it took them century, centuries. Yeah, centuries. It's it, <laughs> it, it said in the in Mass Effect that yeah. it took them centuries to defeat the Protheans
1: completely. Yeah. You so, you played Andromeda, right? I've played like a little. Okay, so like. The basically yes, all these moments with these characters, you, you move towards a, a finale. A oh, this might be the last time, uh, just like Mass Effect Two. It's just yeah. like don't really know what's going to happen, and then uh, you know the game finishes, and then Andromeda comes along, and you, all the things we just said are the are the strengths of the game are absent from Andromeda. It's you're on a space ark, uh, you are away from the universe that, uh, for the reason you like the games. You are given a very narrow scope of the aliens and stuff existing, and we are not expanding the universe at all. You are just a semblance of those same elements in a completely different place, fighting a new enemy that's that's not interesting, that doesn't have the same... Right. And, like, I never finished Andromeda. I may never finish Andromeda. And those are the reasons. The gameplay and the overall story of Mass Effect, I don't think ever is the is the reason why it'll be talked no, about for, yeah. year, for decades to come. People will still play this trilogy of games ten years from now. It'll be re-released on the PS6. Yes, because
0: it's an interesting uh, characters, dynamic relationships, right. uh, and just lots of lore to go through in regards to their various species.
1: There's, there's no fucking reason, though, that someone can't come along and make a game like this, but no one has. No one has made a game with an ensemble like this, RPG, that lasts over this many games. I can't if, think of it. Can because, you?
0: Like, it it is an ambitious project. Yes. It's it's very akin to Lord of the Rings in that sense. They're like, we're making three games, and, like, fuck us if the first game doesn't succeed, because we need to. It's still going to happen. Yeah, because it's Uh, still going to happen. Because
1: even Dragon Age ducked out of that they're just like no we'll we'll set it in the same world with the same lore but continuing the same character stories is just not fucking feasible right for it, the scope yeah and it's different
0: yeah. from a different series game like i don't know rection and clank were like yes they're sequels but they're not really yeah self-contained you, yeah they're not really and, doing yeah. with the backdrop we're Mass Effect 1 dead ass ends off with way to go you, way to go you killed one reaper and that was a whole fucking army of them coming. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, uh, you're like oh shit I'll see you next game,
1: game yeah. ends. And it's the it's the Shepard meets Rex on the Citadel in Mass Effect 1 and they happen to be hunting the same person. And uh, your options then are just like well let's work together. Little did Rex fucking know that he would go on to take part in saving the fucking galaxy with this random and guy. saving his entire uh, racist people. And, and, and so yeah being a a, a a mercenary a, yeah
0: that's actually a moment i want to talk about when i was save, curing the genophage and i revealed that the solarian uh counselor wanted to sabotage it yeah i'm like i'm like of course i'm not going to rex is my fucking boy yeah and i love the krogan
1: uh well and and you one because of you you in the past have been like listen i'm playing a long game here if i can cure the genophage i will but you can't go around shooting i like because there's a point in the first game where you can literally lose Rex for that reason. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. So you've made good.
0: Yeah, and yeah. it's in it's in role play in line with my character to be like, no, I do good by the people who have done good by me because yeah. they're my reliable teammates. I do what makes sense at the time. Um, so anyway, when you say, when you reveal the plot, like it's such a great moment that would not have had any effect if you had met Rex like three hours ago in Mass Effect 3. Yeah. They're just like, oh, this is... Blah blah blah. He's the leader of the Krogan. Leader um,
1: of the Krogan Resistance. Yeah, he's wearing a tank top. Yeah, and a, help,
0: yeah, help him cure the Genophage, and then he calls you like a true Krogan and a friend. Yeah. It, doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. But Rex says it to me. This character I've known since that first yeah. moment in Aspect One, where he's like, "I don't care about curing the Genophage. I'm just here for myself." He's completely changed. I think it was born. Yeah, in the middle of the night. I'll turn up yeah, Shepard has changed. So when he goes like Shepard, he's like, and he's very sincere about it. He's like, he's like, you've been my friend. In my companion for however many three years games now it's yeah. like you've helped me like stop people you've cured their genophage you've always been true for me you will we will sing stories about you you will always be a friend of the krogan and a true uh member of clan or not and then you can do the paragon thing where you both do like the headbutt or whatever you know, the, <laughs> the, the fucking predator handshake yeah. up, and you're both just like yeah and you're like yeah, like, this is why I fucking play Mass Effect. Yeah. For those specific moments, it's yes. like, yes, I have a fucking relationship with this person, and it's deep, it's long, <laughs>
1: it's girthy. Yeah, just like a human Reaper's dong. Uh, That yeah. all rhymed. Anyway, at Iceberg Podcast is us on Twitter. Lee at Iceberg.com is my email address. We do have to go. For myself, Lee, and for Reed, thanks for signing up. We'll be back again next week to talk about the end, the controversial end of Mass Effect 3.